they either disconnect from the church, um, the specific church they're involved in, or disconnect from church altogether. Um, we experienced a lot. I mean, church hopping is a real thing. Um, people, you know, go from one uh, church, you know, for a season and then move on to the next church, kind of at a whim. Um, sometimes that's a healthy. Sometimes you need to make a move, but oftentimes it's just because, um, you know, you have a distaste for something that, that came up, whether it be something that the pastor was teaching on or um, the way that ministry was done or maybe you know youth ministry is not what you want for your kids um, so you're going to check this thing out down the street um, that has a different youth ministry whatever the reason this is the church report podcast exploring challenges the church faces around the world brought to you by the rogo foundation now here's scott camden Hi, this is the Church Report Podcast, where we engage in conversations about the church, brought to you by the Rogo Foundation. I'm Scott Camden. I serve as the Advancement Director for the Rogo Foundation. And today I'm joined by a great friend of mine, Pastor Brian Burson. He is the campus pastor for Sandals Church Banning down in Southern California. And today we are going to spend some time talking about why people leave a church or why they leave the church. So Pastor Brian, thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. So we're going to jump right in and tackle this question, really kind of two parts. So let's start with this. Why do people leave a church? How would you answer that? Yeah, that's a tough question um, because there's so many different reasons why I think uh, that happens. Um, People leave for uh, sometimes reasons we don't even know. And we don't find out until later. Um, I think a big factor oftentimes has to do with um, pain. There's some church hurt that happens. And um, rather than confront those things or deal with those things or face that as, um, with the, the group that, that either caused the hurt or was involved in that or maybe um, didn't care in the way that they felt was uh, needed or uh, was was something that would have been beneficial. Um, people just leave. It's just easier to leave. And I I have and my wife have experienced a lot of church hurt over the years. And um, it's although it's unfortunate, there is an opportunity in the midst of that to stick things out and um, to allow the process. Um, of healing and growth and um, restoration to take place. But most people don't hang in there to, um, to experience that. And for not only their own benefit, but also for the benefit of the church. Um, because I think the church, um, as recipients of grace, see uh, the work of restoration in, through difficulty. Um, and it, it, it allows them to see how this works. Like, the, the Bible works, scripture works, um, you know, forgiveness works, grace is a real thing. It's not just a thing that is Godward toward us, but it's between us as well, um, the grace that we extend to one another. And so I think church hurt is a big part of it. I also think um, one of the, the things that happens is people um, feel disenfranchised for one reason or another. Um, they disconnect. They're not really involved. Um, they don't find a niche or a slot for the, them to um, really feel utilized or needed. And then church doesn't become a priority. 
um, in their lives. And so other things kind of make their way into their list of priorities and they either disconnect from the church, um, the specific church they're involved in or disconnect from church altogether. Um, we experienced a lot. I mean, church hopping is a real thing. Um, people, you know, go from one uh, church, you know, for a season and then move on to the next church kind of at a whim. Um, sometimes that's a healthy, sometimes you need to make a move, but oftentimes it's just because, um, you know, you have a distaste for something that, that came up, whether it be something that the pastor was teaching on or um, the way that ministry was done, or maybe, you know, youth ministry is not what you want for your kids. Um, so you're going to check this thing out down the street um, that has a different youth ministry, whatever the reason. Um, there's, I mean, for a lack of a better way to put it, there's a lot of fickleness um, with you know, people and church um, altogether. So all that's to say is I think there's a lot of different reasons that people disconnect and, and leave a church or leave the church in general. Can you uh, talk just for a minute about uh, what some might call the blessed subtraction? Sometimes some people leaving is actually a good thing. Yep, absolutely. You know, this is something that we've actually um, experienced in having difficult conversations. Uh, one of the things that Sandals is really does make a point for their leaders to focus on is to have hard conversations, not to avoid them. That's a lot easier just to avoid hard conversations. It is and just sweep things under the rug and kind of move on and, and uh, pray over that thing and just say, God, just, you know, bless this mess and um, ignore problems. But that, that you, as, as far as the leadership of Sandals Church as a whole is concerned, that's just not the way that we function. Um, we're, the, the theme of Sandals is to be real with ourselves, God, and others. And to be real with others, you need to be open, transparent, honest. Um, and sometimes those conversations are, are hard, difficult, painful, um, but also an opportunity to learn and to grow. Most people, um, and I'm just talking in generalities, most people can't handle those conversations. And so you already know going into hard conversations, you're like, ah, this is probably not going to end well. Lord, I'm praying that it turns out well, but it's probably not. And that's just that that's brass, you know, taxes. That that is just a fact. And so um, we've entered numerous hard conversations. And um, it, you know, sometimes they work out, but oftentimes um, there's disagreement and um and and you just can't move past that. And you have to ask people either to step down from a ministry position. Um, and oftentimes that opens the door, the back door for people just to leave because they, they just can't transitioning out of a position is just too hard in and of itself to then see themselves just being a part of the church and not serving in that capacity. Um, and so rather than, um, you know, trying to work through and weather through um, seasons of discord where, you know, people are, are you know, saying negative things about um, the staff or the church as a whole, um, sometimes it can be a blessing to see them move on and process through some stuff. And maybe down the road, um, you know, their eyes are open uh, to something that they need to see. Um, oftentimes, though, they carry that baggage or problems or attitude or lack of humility on with them to other congregations. And that's the unfortunate thing is that, that until um, some people um, are willing to hear the tough things in tough uh, conversations um, and 
until they're ready to and willing to make change, uh, they're most likely just going to carry that same attitude and baggage with them wherever they go. So there are blessed subtractions that occur. When you see people move on, you're thinking, hey, I need to focus on, on the people that want to be here and not the ones that want to cause problems. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like um, each thing that you've shared specific to why people leave a church, all of those translate possibly over to why people might leave the quote unquote big C church. But do you have any other instances that you might add to this for why individuals may just turn their back and walk away altogether from the relationship with Christ, the connectedness to a local church, or maybe not even their direct relationship with Christ, but they just completely stop going to church. Uh, they don't even look for another church. Maybe they're not even engaging online for a season. Why that might happen? Is there any other unique things that you might identify that could contribute to that? Yeah, definitely. I, I would say um, seasons of life, hardships, difficulty, um, causes a confusion um, for people who've made a confession of faith in the Lord and they feel like either God owed them something better than their current circumstances or things didn't pan out in the way that they were praying or hoping for. And um, that can cause, you know, anxiety in the heart of a man leads to depression, the, the scriptures say. And I've seen people spiral into confusion and um, disconnectedness and hurt. Um, and sometimes that, that hurt can come through a, a personal relationship that they then translate, even though they're not necessarily thinking they're doing this, but they in, in um, all practicalities are translating that hurt from a, another human being or other people into their relationship with God, their heavenly father. They, they transcribe that, translate that, um, into their relationship with God as though God allowed this or um, was wanting this pain for them. And so it, it, it causes them to um, stray away from their walk. Uh, it's too painful. Um, I went through a season uh, personally where it was hard for me to open the scriptures um, because of the sin that I was dealing with. And so much so that I remember um, in the middle of the night, uh, a Bible that I, I loved and committed my life to, I, I threw across the room and in the process tore the, the cover off of the Bible. And I looked at it, it, this Bible that was in tatters on the floor. And at that moment is when I actually realized what I was going through was an issue, not with the people horizontally that I thought that I was dealing with and in my brokenness and the pain that I was dealing with, but it was, it was a relationship issue that I had with God a fracture in my walk with God that I just didn't really recognize was there until I actually saw something physically in tatters um, that represented, you know, the word of God. And I realized, oh man, this is, this is something, this is an issue between you and I, this is an attitude that I have with you. And I, I'm injecting or projecting things in my walk with you um, that uh, I'm dealing with on a horizontal level relationally and with myself, just my own sin and brokenness. And I, I've somehow I'm blaming you. And I don't, I don't even know how I'm doing that, but I am. And so I think people get to that point and they start, you know, they, they may not even say it. They might be even afraid to say that they're blaming God, but by their actions of disconnecting and disjoining from the church, the bride of Christ, um, they're, they, they're doing that. They, they, they're 
um, they're demonstrating that they have an issue with God. And, you know, I, it was interesting when, when I thought about this question, I realized like the church has been a common thread throughout my life. And Scott, I know that this has been the case for you too. Like I grew up in the church. I got saved when I was five. I went forward, you know, at, um, a type of first Baptist, uh, Dr. Sloan was the pastor at the time. And, um, man, I, I mean, I've had high points in my Christian walk and I've had deep, painful, excruciating low points, but the church was a common thread throughout. And I never left the church. I just knew like, I don't know how, how bad or painful this is, but, but the reality is I know the safety net is in the church. Like I need to stay on the ark. I need it. I need to remain on, you know, in the safety boat because yes. I, I just, even if I don't want to be here, even though it, it is excruciatingly painful to be here, I just know that this is the best place for my soul. And so the, the church has just been this, um, this stable force. It's, it's where I've met the, my biggest mentors, spiritual men, um, particularly, but women too, but um, particularly men who've spoken into my life, spiritual mentors that I, I owe a debt of gratitude to. Um, and now I have an opportunity to do that for others, that, that to be a part of a significant um, gift that God gave um, to the world. Um, Jesus, starting with the, the 12, and then from there propagating this plan A, that it would come through human relationships, through the bride yes. of Christ, through the, the entity of the church. Um, for people not only to get saved, to hear the truth and the gospel, but also to grow and to be discipled and to then be used and to have their gifts used. So, I mean, I, just if I could exhort and challenge anybody that may be listening who is just on the fence, maybe you're disenfranchised, frustrated, confused, you've disconnected, you're not, you're not attending, you, you barely are hanging by a thread, um, you, now you're starting to breed you know, bitterness toward the church. I'm just saying, stay connected to the bride. Um, even through the worst, and I'm talking, I, I've gone through some painful difficulties in my marriage, in my family, and the church is the thing that over time I recognized was the safety net, um, was the means of healing, was the means of um, reconciliation and restoration that I desperately needed, and the mentors that I needed, and um, the, the input that I needed for myself of like the things that I, I didn't even see to, um, for myself, but I needed to hear. I needed to hear the truth. And that came through primarily the church. That's so good, man. I just, in, in our conversation, I can just hear um, your heart and your passion. And it's just such a blessing for the community of Banning and Beaumont and the others that come from other communities that are a part of your campus. Uh, just what a blessing that they have you as their campus pastor and all that you've endured and all that you've gone through. Uh, just your, your burden to serve others well, to love others well, and to connect people to a real relationship with Jesus Christ, man. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, Pastor Brian. And folks, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today on the Church Report brought to you by the Rogo Foundation, I would encourage if you haven't yet, like it and subscribe to this podcast. And if you would, tell others about it. Uh, we look forward to connecting with you on a future episode. I want to let you know if you'd like to learn more about the Rogo Foundation, you can visit rogofoundation.com. And to learn more about the podcast, you can go to rogofoundation.com slash podcast. God bless you all. Hope you have a wonderful day. <music>